I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Stay little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. You know, they said, why don't you just make 10 episodes and make 10 be the top number? And we said, no, he's go to 11. It's episode 11. We've made it. Woo! We did it. 11, episode 11. And uh, we are afraid to use copyrighted quotes. So we'll see. We'll ask. Uh, we'll are ask. We uh, to take Spinal Tap movie quotes and I just put them so. in the podcast. Is that a legal thing? I think, I think it's fine. I think it's probably fine. So I don't want to find out. Here? That's a <laughs> Is it? I don't want to find out, or am I lazy? Too lazy to edit it into the uh, thousand percent is the laziness. That's what it is. Perfect. Also, the quote doesn't really go in context with podcasts. Just a quote about amps. You know what's a boy to do, James? You need to stop because you know why? It's top five time. It is. Welcome to Top Five, the weekly podcast where we go over our objective top five things that have happened in wrestling this past week. Which, uh, for those nerds keeping track, was uh, August 2nd through August 8th. Another week in yeah, history. Yeah. 
another week in history. And James didn't at all have to go back and redo that and edit this part in because he messed up the dates. It's called but. Podcast Magic. You would have never <laughs> known. Um, I knew. <laughs> uh, I knew, and I didn't, I didn't want our listeners to be misled. I wanted them to be misled. Fake news. <laughs> uh, I am your host, uh, ProWrestlingSheet.com senior news producer and fake news aficionado, James McKenna. With me, as always, uh, the truth, Mr. Kevin Silva. Kevin. That's right. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I'm gonna, I have a few days off from work. I'm going to go up to San Francisco this weekend, and I'm excited. I'm, have, I'm looking forward to a nice time. Yeah, but uh, tell people what you are doing in San Francisco. I'm going to be seeing Carly Rae Jepsen. And I'm, Hell yeah. Um, I am very I'm jealous little, of that. I'm very bummed out that there's like a, there was like a Hood Slam match last Friday, and there's a Hood, hood Slam match next Friday, but not this Friday. <laughs> I'm very, very bummed out about that. Uh, my vacations are not coming up till the end of the month, where I have a week off, where uh, I will be spending... Uh, a weekend, a bunch of us rented some houses in Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, typically a lovely place, but apparently they just found a suitcase filled with bones there. So, I mean, that sounds still lovely, but spooky. Well, <laughs> it's a spooky beach. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to All In. So I'll be with the uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet crew at All In. So if you see me, I guess throw an egg at me or something. I don't know. I yeah, don't absolutely. Know. Throw, throw eggs, tomatoes. And then just some potatoes, too. Why yeah, not? really just make it seem like make my life a 1930 vaudeville, a failed vaudeville <laughs> act. That's what I would like. Like, like the vaudevillains. Oh, all right. Continue. Oh, oh, oh no. Um, Four, unlike three, the vaudevillains who are not relevant, this list is relevant. We have five <laughs> more things from this week in wrestling. Anything that is aired on, uh, well, led. WWE Network or live to actually all of wrestling, I guess. All of wrestling. All of wrestling. This is what we're doing. We're covering everything now. It's not even just lot aired matches. It's just if we want if so, if wrestler is in a movie, we're gonna list them in the movie. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> but no one was. Wrestlers should be in more movies. That's what we're getting at. They should. They should. Uh, anyways, uh, I feel good about starting this list, and you know we're gonna start strong at number five because number five, I I really loved. Uh, uh, Shinsuke started his uh, was on Smackdown last week doing a small promo with Renee gets interrupted by R-Truth God bless R-Truth that's Saint uh, who uh, apparently wants a match at SummerSlam with Shinsuke Nakamura and when Nakamura presses him on how he's going to get that title match he's going to do it how everyone else does by pinning Carmella and that was perfect. I can't. I can't. It's so good. I mean, he could have. He could have had his match. He could have. He could have had his match by beating Carmella. Uh, I don't see why they didn't let it happen. Well, a is this now canon? Like this is a fact that hasn't been disproven yet. So I really want someone just to like hardcore rule pin Carmella. And then be like, ah, <laughs> shit, you have a U.S. title match now. I got a title match now. <laughs> it was like, oh, my God, that's how it happens. Paige oh. is like, I'm okay with it. That's bad. Not Paige even okay with it. I just want, like, R-Truth to be like, this is the SmackDown Live rule book. Here's, like, Amendment 32 <laughs> that was introduced in 2009. It's like, Jesus, uh, as if you beat Carmella. That's weird and oddly she coincidental. Wasn't even, she wasn't even a, th- a thought <laughs> in 2009. Very strange. I feel like it would be great. Uh, even oh, I, I love it. What goes a step further with R-Truth is Shinsuke then berates him by saying something in Japanese. And R-Truth, for some odd reason, now knows Japanese perfectly <laughs> and will not repeat it for the camera. I mean, did you hear what he said? Why would he, why would he want to repeat that to the children that are watching? I didn't. I didn't Little Jimmy research Cooper. what he did. You research what he said. I didn't. Oh, I definitely heard, know what he said. What did he say? I can't repeat it right now. And, oh, fuck you! Keeping it creepy, <laughs> you horrible human being. I hope it was something like I remember when you smoked in front of a live crowd, and that was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you used a water bottle as a weapon and. <laughs> You and John Cena sold it so well. I remember when you were in England and you thought they allowed smoking in arenas? They didn't. Hey, 
it's just part. It's a prop. And I mean, if Dave Chappelle smokes on stage, why can't our truth? And that it's still the funniest thing about that was he pulled the cigarettes out on his own and then asked for a lighter. <laughs> like he passed the cigarette on him, and he was like, "Oh, you know what? Just someone in Britain has a lighter on them and will allow me to smoke inside." Did they not? I mean, I'm pretty sure the first guy he asked, not even, <laughs> not even in like a cafe plant sense, in a like, oh my god, this guy just had one. Perfect, oh, yeah. perfect mask. Great. Um, it's it's hard to say what they are doing with our truth. It really. <laughs> I hope this is not like a hey. Uh, I've talked to them. My career is ending soon. I would like a lot of TV matches before that happens. It doesn't feel like that yet. But uh, it's been a very weird resurgence of him over the past month. I, I mean, don't, don't I mean, why, why not? Totally welcome. I really want more of him on TV. He is very, very great comic relief. I would love it if he ditched the uh, shuck and jive line from his rap. But um, outside <laughs> of that. Archie was great. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy when he, he's found he knows what his, his thing is. And he knows that it gets the crowd going. Like, like there's not a time in the past, like, year, two years that Archiv has been on screen and people weren't enjoying themselves. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, God bless him. He's getting Ty over in tandem. Ty yeah, Dillinger. The impossible get over as of yet. <laughs> the, the guy that decided, hey, the one thing I have kind of interesting about me is my weird-ass haircut, and I'm going to just grow it all out now. Well, I mean... He's a good wrestler. There's not much promo rot wise, but like he had one thing going for him. The fact that the Royal Rumble existed and his favorite number was 10. <laughs> he had one thing and that's how they decided to introduce him. Like from my own personal perspective, that's something that you hold off from doing for years. Like, you keep him out of that. So either you show him and have him at number nine and have him be like, God damn it. Yeah, just rush it. Like, have him be super angry each year. Like, you don't introduce him immediately at that spot. Um, imagine if it was this long-running con of uh, number one, number two, number three, and then so on and so forth. It gets to number nine, and everyone in the next series is waiting for him to come out at ten, comes out at eleven. And it's skip over it. It'd be a, a ten-year uh, investment with, with Ty Dillinger, but still. My favorite pitch that I had ever heard regarding Ty Dillinger was back when he was with NXT. Um, and the funniest goddamn thing was essentially they wanted the him. I like no one ever approved it. It was just like, a, hey, this would be funny, and then no one ever did it. Uh, but he they wanted his character so obsessed with ten that he would fin- like hit his finisher go for the pinfall and then be like, no, no, I can't win by three. And then like roll the guy out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and the then, man at 10 count? Yeah. And then of course the guy would get back in at nine and win. So he would never oh. win. He would never win. Um, but he would get his first like takeover win. Eventually he'd be in a feud. And uh, essentially the cap would have been a last man standing match. Or something that allowed <laughs> But I was like, that's the funniest goddamn thing I've ever heard. I like it. They should they should do it. I, I just really love the idea that uh, he would like go for a pin and at two be like, no, 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 I can't do this. <laughs> Get him out of the ring. I need to do the, ten. It's like, no, nine. Each time, nine. I like that, actually. They should. That's how they should revitalize him. I, honestly, if they did, wouldn't be angry. That would be perfect. Yeah, I, I'd enjoy anything. myself. Anything. Well, because it's hard when... You have a character like that, and his only thing is, I do the 10 thing. Right. It's like, no, you need something else. R Truth dances, he raps, he has an imaginary child friend. He is apparently insane, and he's, bi- he's bilingual. Uh, Ty Dillinger has a fancy haircut, and he does the 10 thing. And I would like to see more. And he wears crazy jackets. Uh, That's not a jacket. Colors. That's a vest, colored vest. I don't know, man, but it's intense. It covers nothing. It's intense. It, intense. Oh, this is where the podcast ends. And we, intense. I quit. You know what I'm saying? I, put, I, I really put the emphasis on the whole 10 part of that. You are putting the emphasis on the 10, and it's disappointing me greatly. <laughs>
But it's a, this, it's uh, a shame you didn't say enforce because four is our next on the list. Oh, you son of a gun! Look at that. Yeah, to take the air right out of your lungs, lung blower. I'm dead now. Out of your balloon, I don't know. They stole my balloons. They stole my balloons. You know, they probably could have stole your balloon really easily if they had a hatchet. And that's what <laughs> that's what LAX had when they tried to try to. Ladies and gentlemen, watch Impact. Impact Wrestling is dope. This is not only because it's only two hours. It's only a two hour show. Um, So it's on par with SmackDown as far as the commitment you are making to a show each week. That being said, um, since now, granted, I say since from the mindset of someone who has not watched Impact before Slammiversary this past you have um, not, yeah. you know. <laughs> I've not. Kevin and I have talked about it where he's like, oh, we should we should talk about this. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I, I know nothing about impact. I've come around. I, I will say outright we're, we're going to get to some dishonorable mentions. Um, a two hour impact was by far leagues and beyond better than raw. Oh, absolutely. And it's it, here's the thing. It's like they've been constantly being better than most of. WWE's content recently in it. I I, I really have not, enjoyed. I, I would argue not SmackDown. SmackDown has been there has there's been some weak moments in SmackDown, but I'm saying as a as a full show, there's been some weak Smackdown. moments in Impact. Like don't get me wrong, like there's a handful. Sure, right. I I get it, but at the yeah. same time, Impact has approved so much. It's a matter of like, hey, I'm gonna go see this movie, and it's probably gonna be dog shit, and it ends up being delightful. And then you're like, oh, that was one of the best movies I've seen because your expectations are so low. I feel like a lot of people going into watching Impact have very low expectations. But I will say there is one thing that I'm worried about is that when they go back to Florida, because when they have the Canadian audience, when they have the, the, the UK audience, the shows are fantastic. Uh, it's, the crowd is really good. But when they go to the canned free ticket audience in, in Orlando, it's a little rough. But we'll see. We'll see. It definitely has the capacity to break out. I mean, obviously, you know, we go to October, they're doing Bound for Glory at the Melrose Ballroom in Manhattan, which is a fantastic call. Um, major League Wrestling is now operating a lot of the, out of there for a lot of their major shows. It is a really great mid-tier venue. Um, and it's going to look really great on TV, much like where they are in Toronto for uh, these past few shows. Yeah, um, it's, I'm, I'm excited for them to have these appropriate venues for them and uh, the appropriate fan base to go to the shows, especially since we're getting these improvements and LAX is, has been since the new LAX has come into the fold has been the, the shining light of impact wrestling. So for the uninitiated Jesus, um, the, the past thing is our two clip. There was LAX that featured uh, who was it? Homicide and, Hernandez. That Hernandez, was from back, yeah. back in the day. That was back in the day. Um, they had Conan. Uh, there is now also uh, Santana and Ortiz. Yeah. Santana and Ortiz. Those are um, some East Coast indie wrestlers that got their shot, and they've, they've been running with it, man. So now LAX has been broken off into two factions. One is LAX, um, which is the original, like, uh, Santana and Ortiz. The younger guys, yeah. Yep, the younger guys with uh, the original leader, Conan. Um, And then the other one is the OGs uh, with uh, Hernandez and Homicide with their leader, quote-unquote, Eddie Kingston. Uh, And Eddie Kingston has been been one-upping LAX at every turn until this week where LAX decided they're going to one up the game and attack Ortiz the came out with a, a hatchet. They came out with an ax. This is, it was, it was insane. Here's the thing. It's like, I, I watch wrestling. I've seen plenty of weapons come out on, I mean, we're not, we're not discussing ECW or, or anything's on the, the, you know, deathmatch indie stuff, but like on actual, just like, Recent television that's on normal, normal, you know, televised wrestling. You don't see an axe come out too often. That would not be a WWE um, weapon. They would not. They would not take out an axe and be like, nope, because it wasn't even just like, a, oh, this is a weapon. It was uh, he had the guy alone in the ring, and it was like, no, this is a beheading. 
Yeah. Like, Jesus. So the way that their leader, Conan, was like, yo, you need to stop. <laughs> like, look, it was it was a very intense moment. I was like, oh, he could legit, like, what if you, what if you could trust anybody? But what if that guy was just really pissed off at you and decided to just, you know, hack at you with an axe? I mean, I don't know about Canadian law, but I'm pretty sure that's also attempted murder there. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure about that. I, I don't know much, but I'm pretty sure kayfabe or not, attempted murder. That is how that rolls. But yeah, I mean, um, I, I strongly suggest people watch an impact. Yeah, no, it is definitely worth, um, at, at the very least, I, I have YouTube TV. Um, there's definitely, yeah, it's it's a show that you can skim through and focus on. We have another Impact one on the list. Yeah, Impact is the only one on this list this week that has two representations on it. That's that's a good show right there. That's, that's not cool, true. Huh? That's not true. Oh, actually, SmackDown also does. Yeah. I'm tired. I thought but. you were Jay. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I, this is a this is a really fun feud. I like this feud a lot. I'm not a big Hernandez fan, and I'm enjoying him during these matches. So um, go out, watch uh, watch Impact, and watch LAX and the OGs do some crazy shit. <laughs> Apparently, carrying an axe. I <laughs> well, I mean, which bodes the question: If that goes over well, how much do they ramp up the stuff that can make an appearance? Yeah, that's what I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is, like, are they going to get a, like a, a chainsaw? That I'm hoping for chainsaw or a machete or like a blowtorch. I feel like a blowtorch would be a really fun, like, oh, no, what are they doing? I mean, they could have got one of those flamethrowers that Elon Musk was selling. So uh, No. The last thing I want is Impact Wrestling supporting Elon Musk, which is a sentence that I feel should have happened by now somehow. Yeah, that's true. That's also very true. Like by accident, this is something that should have gone down already. And oh, thank by, God it hasn't. By accident? Mm. Oh my God, you are the worst. How, We're going to number three. We're going to number three how right do I now. Stop you. You're like the main villain in a video game of just like each time I'm like, oh, this move will defeat him. And then nope. Nope. I'm I'm here for the long run, baby. The puns. They just keep rolling downhill. You know what we got? We got at number three, NXT. Tell them what it's about, James. Number three, I'm a lot happier about than Kevin making those puns or how he eats pizza. Uh, And number three is one has been long waiting in my eyes. I think in everyone's eyes. Keith Lee finally debuts on Marcel NXT. Marcel Berthal makes his debut on NXT TV. Great. That's Marcel right. Dieter Jr. is here. Great. Marcel Berthal, I'm so pumped. That's right. NXT has now housed cool. two members of RingConf. Alex Wright II finally gets a TV spot. Oh, come on. Don't you dare. I actually haven't seen Marcel dance, so I don't know. Actually, you're right. That would be insulting, Alex. <laughs> wow, I'm pumped. I like. I like. <laughs> no, no, I'm uh, just kidding. No, like that's um, Marcel's awesome. Alex Alex Teeter Jr. is a fantastic wrestler. Um, it his character like Ring Comp. I I like Ring Comp, but they are very like you guys are very white bread. The only one who's very impressive is Walter because he is Walter, and everyone else is like you're fun to watch, but it's not very. It's not in your face. That's true, but at the same time, they're they have a good look. Each one of those guys has a fantastic look. They have a, they have a great look. Um, Keith Lee, though, is Keith kind Lee. of a step as far as <laughs> how he presents himself, how he how he does in the ring. Um, I don't know, just a fantastic. All right, he was my MVP for last year. I will say that for for 2017, Keith Lee was my MVP for all of wrestling as far as how enjoyable the matches were to watch, uh, how he carried himself, like, loved Keith Lee. I don't know how you feel about him. I'm a... I don't necessarily know where I I sit with Keith Lee. I feel like he he still needed a little bit more time in the oven on the indies. Um, I don't know. I I feel like he's... uh, But I think also... How much time do you need? I I think that he's got... 
a lot of time. In, I think, well, actually, I'll, I'll take that back. I think that he's got a lot of time in the oven in NXT. So I feel like he's he's there's not going to be a big rush to get him back to, onto the main roster. I feel like he's got a long way to go to polish up. Oh, damn. Things I didn't realize. I thought Keith Lee was like 37, 38. Dude, he's 33. Dude, this, this fucks me up every time somebody brings up his age. We are the same age. He looks like he could be my dad. How How is Keith Lee 50 and 30 at the same time? I don't get it. I don't know. It messes, it messes with my brain. When Ryan brought that up, it shook me to my core. That's a, gr- okay, that's a so great dad character right there. Me, Keith Lee, and LeBron James are the same age. That's messed up. I, I know. Like my life Actually, like, no one can compare anyone to LeBron. Like, LeBron James is a freak. What weirds me out is the fact that Tom Cruise is 56. And, like, look at other 56-year-olds you know, and you're like, how? Tom Cruise, if he keeps on making more Mission Impossible movies, I will, I will consider going to Scientology. I will that's, say. <laughs> honestly, that's what I was saying. As I was like, that dude's 56 now? Like, we may have been, like, everyone trashed on his video where he was like, you know, Scientology, we know, like, if there's an accident, like a car accident, we, we as Scientologists know we have to pull over and help out because we're the only ones who can help. And everyone laughed. I laughed with them. And now he's 56 and just did a Mission Impossible movie. I'm pretty sure he ran for 10 hours straight in that film. He learned how to like, fly a helicopter and then nosedived that helicopter and then acted while flying said helicopter in a chase scene. It was, I, I, I don't know. I, that's, uh, I mean, bask in that man's glory. Listen, but, <laughs> I'm just saying no other religion has pitched me like that. I'm saying. That's, I'm saying. That's my. <laughs> but other religions, you want to draft over top five. Uh, you got to step up your pitch game. But speaking of basking in an amazing human being's glory, we go back to Keith Lee. Great debut, solid debut. Looked a little rough, uh, but I mean, it was his first time. They rushed. I feel like they like were like, "Hey, we signed him. Let's get him the hell out there." The so, one thing I was sad about with the match was they kept his gear the same. Where I was like, "Guys, come on! You could you could have updated the sweatshirt. You could have could have added a I, bit I of feel- polish to it." I feel like we'll we'll see that in the, in the upcoming. Like I said, it kind of feels like they rushed him out there to get him out onto the roster already. Uh, but I, I feel like we might see some upgrades. I hope we get some upgrades to the gear because uh, right now Keith Lee looks like he's just running around in his boxer briefs, and that's that's, that's all. Sports dad, sports dad, Keith Lee. I have the same color boxer briefs as Keith Lee's gear, so it weirds me out. Look at that Halloween costume. <laughs> that is, is me great running around with boxer briefs in a, in a sleeveless hoodie. Yeah, see, there we go. Done. I did try. What's funny as a like chubby bearded guy, guys. Uh, I've been contemplating doing like Kevin Owens just for like comfort, like how comfortable I would be over Halloween. Like normally Halloween, <laughs> there's some like in depth costume, and I really just want to wear a muscle shirt with basketball shorts. Like, I feel that would work for me. I'm going to send you a picture of me uh, and some friends. Uh, my friend Charles would do a uh, every every year for summer for WrestleMania. We would all dress up as somebody. So I did. Uh, I did Kevin Owens. Uh, he did Undertaker as always, and our other friend was Luke Harper. Um, and uh, I'll send you that picture in a moment. But um, yeah, I, I mean, maybe I could be Keith Lee. You could be Kevin Owens. It'd be fine. There we go. Bask in your Halloween glory. <laughs> let, let us know your planned Halloween costumes, everyone. <laughs> yeah, let us know, guys. It's only August. We have plenty no, of time to plan. It's just pre-pre-Halloween, that's all. That is true. Um, I don't know. Not much else to say about Keith Lee. It was great. It was fantastic. People should watch NXT. This NXT this past week, it was really good. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of great matches. Keith Lee did Keith Lee's debut. Everyone should at least watch that. They also announced the uh, NXT Championship Triple Threat for Takeover, which uh, that ain't happening. <laughs> Not happening anymore. Sorry, guys. Uh, a, a victim of the NXT timeline, Alistair Black. God bless him. 
I mean, at least it's, it seems like he's only been out until October, but still, I mean. True. I mean, the man's coming back for Halloween. That's very on brand for him. Yeah, that is, I, that's going to be exciting. And you know what? That triple threat is down to just two guys. Guess what, Kevin? <laughs> We're at number, number two. two. Kevin, as you so love this brand, tell the wonderful Top 5 family about number two. Well, folks, we we're back at Impact Wrestling. Impact. Uh, we, have, we have a fantastic de- uh, main event. Uh, it was the Lucha Brothers, Phoenix and Pentagon, versus OVE. Uh, and uh, it was the, the Chris Brothers uh, with Sammy Callahan in their corner, of course. And Sammy Callahan's a madman. He's got his uh, his arm bandaged, bandaged up from his his feud with with Pentagon. He's got his head shaven now because now he's so mad because his head's shaved. Uh, and uh, he's just, he's a pissed off man. I don't get it. Um, every time that OVE is close to losing, why doesn't he just take off his, uh, take out his iPad and shut the lights off? I, <laughs> ah, a little Solomon Crow joke for everyone. There you go. Uh, I, um, I mean, a, the, the first a, thing he's a death machine. Okay. But first thing I noticed in this match, uh, not even noticed this is something I've been seeing. Uh, if we want to turn to, I was just mentioning Keith Lee, my 2017 MVP Pentagon Jr. is steadily climbing up my rank, like my 2018 rankings of the possible MVP for this year. Dude, Pentagon's uh, amazing. He's uh, been I mean, amazing, but this year it has been this weird, almost flawless run where it's just like this guy is a goddamn nightmare. Um, comboing him with Phoenix has been such such an improvement for him. Um, Those brothers, I mean, them is. They're brothers, and they they know each other very well. I mean, of course, being brothers, and it's uh, it's smart. It's, it's it works really well. It's smart, but the way that they flow in ring, oh my god! Um, it like honestly would have been num- my number one if number one didn't exist. I mean, I know that's kind of obvious because it's number two, but still, sure. uh, in seeing this uh, match, I wanted it to be number one. Have you seen the Lucha Brothers uh, in in? Live before, yeah. No, they actually. Uh, the thing that really turned me on to uh, Phoenix was I saw Lucha Brothers at MLW live when they were in New York City. Okay, and uh, I got to see for the first time ever the the Stomp package pile driver, which is just oh. violent fucking looking. Um, uh, did, did they did they wear their uh, mixed uh, outfits or uh, were they where they have like a mashup of their two masks? I did not see that. No, Dude, that's. Uh, I would like them to do that and in, in, in impact. Um, I don't know how long they're gonna keep them together since they want to keep Pentagon also in the title picture. Yeah. But, um, but I, it'd be cool to see them come out in their uh, masks together, or they mishmash their their two masks. Really cool. That sounds really awesome. I I really want to see it now. I'm looking for it. But uh, they are they are uh, a delight in the ring, and I, I will say I, I, I've I've kind of enjoyed the Chris Brothers uh, in this feud. I, I'm not a fan of the Chris Brothers at all, whatsoever. Uh, the 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 one of them looking like a dime store uh, street magician, and the other one just looking like a like he's just like the tough guy at the bar. The thing I love about the Crush Brothers, and this is going to sound like such a backhanded compliment, but uh, for what they do, it bodes very well. They look like such bitch heels. <laughs> Every time a move gets hit, you're like, this guy is going to start sobbing. Um, and it just kind of makes you hate them a bit more. I think, I mean, hey, they're doing their job, I guess. I, they I are. Like, that, that wasn't a like knock them. on them in the slightest. Like, that was... Oh, like, yeah. I watch them and I'm like, I don't like you guys. <laughs> Nothing about this feels good. I mean, it's, uh, I think that uh, Sammy definitely helps them a lot. Um, he is their mentor. He's a, the guy that you know help you know he runs you know his own show and he he helps has him you know being his top guys back home. So I mean, Ohio versus everything, you know. It, it's weird because it's a gimmick that like really works because it's impact. Um, I go back to, like I said, I was just at the MLW show covering it, uh, Battle Riot. So I covered that for a wrestling sheet. 
Uh, and in there, they had uh, Sammy Callahan's crew, which is like him, one other guy, and Sawyer Fulton. And I was like, I don't feel invested in this. Well, Sawyer <laughs> like, Fulton, wow. Yeah, like Sammy's here, but so- Sawyer, like good to see you, but like what are you doing here, buddy? Um, yeah. And him with the Crisp Brothers just feels kind of natural. Um, every There's this certain kind of air of scum where it's like you guys are just <laughs> trash. You are you're all just trash humans. You've definitely like fucked each other's siblings before. Like this is wow, holy crap! We got and, there's James's dark take for the for the episode. It's scumbags from Ohio. What do you want me to say? Wow, sorry, Ohio, our Ohio friends that listen to the show. Not sorry uh, if you're in Cincinnati. Like okay, sorry if you're in Cleveland. If you're in Cincinnati, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's the hot take for the evening from James. (laughs) Me hitting on Cincinnati and those goddamn Bengals. Fuck the Bengals. But I I will say they are scumbags, and they they show it in the ring. Um, And did you get to see the mask that I was telling you about for Lucha Brothers? I did. That was very good. I will say, look it up, guys. It's pretty cool. Um, They've worn it a couple times that... PWG events and uh, yeah, uh, I, I I think it's really cool. I think it's a cool look. I think that that would get the crowd pretty pumped up and impact. Yeah, no, it is a fantastic look. Um, before we get to our number one, number one coming up, uh, dishonorable mentions. I do we have the same one? I we have. Do. We definitely I have, do. It's, it's, I have one. Mine, my one encompasses three hours. <laughs> mine, mine too. Mine encompasses three hours as well. <sighs> Monday Night Raw. What? Monday Night Raw. The fuck happened? Why? Just, uh, just a lot of lazy. Three hours. Just a lot of lazy. Man. Hour was like a a promo. What was the first match of the night? I blocked most of it out. I was just so Dude, angry. I, I honestly forget. It was a very forgettable episode. It just. There's nothing really going on. Yeah, like even the entertaining storylines were just like, uh, no, this is the worst possible thing you could have done this episode with. <laughs> Everything yeah, it's, it's, bothered me. And I, we, were, we were talking about it off offline, off the uh, off the show, and we we're discussing how I mentioned that I feel that with you know cutting down pay per views, definitely something that we we needed to see happen. But at the same time, by doing that. You don't have this urgency to tell stories every few weeks, and I think that's where Raw's getting kind of a uh, uh, we could take we could take the week off every so often. Which, like, no, you can't. I, I don't right. get. It's so infuriating watching it, just because it's the idea that like there are so many, knowing how many quality people are on that show, and the fact that every so often Raw busts out a two and a half hour masterpiece. And it's like, how, how do you, how do you do yeah. this now? And then fail so weirdly miserably on other weeks. It's a, it's funny. Like we have a, uh, for me and the other guys with the sheet podcast, uh, we have a group text that we've had for since forever. And it's, uh, it will, it was very quiet during Rob uh, making me feel included. That's uh, a yeah, real, real special of you. Sorry, man. It's been around for a long time. It's a no James uh, group text. I'm sorry. Um, Thanks. That's (laughs) so cool. (laughs) But on Sundays, I mean, on on Tuesdays, uh, yesterday it was, it was popping. People were talking. James, James, uh, it was more Jamie talking than anybody else. But um, I mean, there's a lot to talk about with SmackDown and there is just a lot to forget about with Raw. (laughs) Everything to forget about with Rousey. The only good thing was Rousey. And even with Rousey, it was kind of weird because I was like, how much of this, like, your arm throws make you look like, you look like you're about to dislocate Alicia's shoulder. Right? Dude, she, they look violent. None of that looks safe. And it would have, like, no. kind of looked safe if she let go, but she didn't, and that just made it worse. Here's the thing, it's just like... We have this match. We have this build up. Alicia Fox came back. Uh, she's she's you know she has this build up to this match. Alicia Fox doesn't get her own music to to enter to. Um, and uh, I mean, Alicia Fox, great job on her, just you know dancing around, doing her thing, and like making the match 
you know, be longer, but at the same time, like, we all knew what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> like, we all did, but like, as, as you said, you hit the nail on the head with uh, Alicia. They, they kept out, they showed this tiny, tiny package about how Alicia Fox is a pioneer for the Divas division and women in WWE. And then they force her to come out to a fucking Alexa's music. Yeah, it's just, uh, does it, is, is, do you feel like there's writing on the wall for Alicia Fox maybe not not being around in the company too much longer? I mean, I, I wouldn't say writing on the wall by any means. I mean, look at the number of people who aren't like Primo. Primo's employed. Like, That's true, <laughs> but at the same time, how much longer is Primo employed for? Every time we get around to firing season, everyone's like, oh, the clones have to be up. And the clones are never up. So at this well, point, there's, there's also there's always a JTG, and even JTG's time came up. Yeah, uh, J. I'll put it this way: there are things about JTG I cannot say in a public context. <laughs> not not bad. It's just more so knowledge as to why he was held on to for so long. Yeah, and, yeah. Th- and things I don't want to be questioned about in the future. I think people are going to start questioning you just by saying that. They can. I, I will not answer. I will say there was a reason for JTG to hang around the time frame that he did. Um, Fair enough. Fair enough. But so. with with Alicia, nothing like the the cologne. I'm half convinced the colognes watched Triple H murder someone at some point. Like they saw a human awesome. body get buried, and they're like, "Well, we have to work forever now." I mean, where's that? Who's going to start the? Uh, I was just wondering who's going to start the uh, conspiracy theory that uh, we're going to see Triple H coming out uh, on a like a little fast high speed boat out to the Jericho cruise ship and just like with like a like a screw, just like screw a little hole in the in the in the, in the belly of the ship and just start sinking. Just oh. takes out all the ind- independent talent that. Everyone wants to see. Just I thought you were talking about Triple H in a Dexter context where he was taking a boat out to shore and then dropping a body in the water. No, no, no. He's going he's gonna to sink the ship. He's going to do and something he, much worse and kill, kill the masses. Yeah. So. A whole bunch of people at once. Um, but no, I don't think Alicia's off TV anytime soon. Um, with the amount of people that they harbor on that roster, uh, and especially some other women that they have, I think Alicia... The only thing I think Alicia might get tagged for, she's been around a while, and her the amount she makes is probably on par with some of the higher women in the division. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I could see them wanting to get that off the books, a la, say, like a Jack Swagger or something. <laughs> right, right. I mean, that guy was making a lot of money for what he was what he was doing. So. They, they gave him a main event push. His, uh, his checks reflected that. Uh, and then he was on main event, getting and, pushed, and, and, <laughs> and they're like, "We should probably stop paying you that much, just yeah. just a little." Uh, but that's dishonorable mention. Uh, three hours of raw, just in into. Uh, and now we are finally to our number one. One. Oh, we still don't have sound effects for this. One, 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 one. Ah, uh, ah, ah. Sorry. And number one, uh, people are probably expecting this. We're going back to SmackDown. Uh, oh, boy. It's a New Day versus The Bar for the oh number man. one contender slot. Oh, man. Fire match. Oh, man. I, a, I would argue the ma- the best match they have had together. Yeah. Um, aside from that, definitely the New Day's best match since the Usos Hell in a Cell match. And, I mean, if we're... <laughs> Big E, man. Big E is just burning on all cylinders. He's just, he's he's running on all cylinders. He's he's killing it, man. I, I mean, if there's somebody who de- who deserves eventually, you know, w- with what they want to do with New Day, who knows? But Big Big E, he's he's shown that he has the worth to have a main event title run. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like that's something I've wanted for a while now. Um. The bar, what would you like? I don't know. Bar, the bar consistently, as much as people want to shit on uh, Seamus, which I always find unwarranted, 
Seamus um, is, is a great worker. He, of course, got, gets stale every so often. He's not a great face. He's, he's more of a fun rascal. Either he's a rascal or he's a full-blown heel. But he's I mean, not people, a fun people trash face. on him a lot for that Money in the Bank run. And then, as like you said, that wasn't even his fault. Well, not like you said, but as we rolled back to a week or two ago when we were talking, um, right. Samoa Joe was supposed to win that Money in the Bank. He was a last minute, like, that week of, like, oh, Sheamus is now the winner. Right. So it's a very, like, yeah, like his worst storyline that he's had where a lot of people trash him. It wasn't even his fault. That was a circumstance of the times. So It's also hard to, like, to anytime you pair Cesaro up with somebody, Cesaro's magic of making a awkward tag team work is just is bar none. <laughs> no pun intended, really, actually. But, um, and Seamus, I don't know, like, uh, if you watch his, him on social, uh, Seamus seems like an awesome human being. Like, he he's, just, from all accounts, uh, he just seems like a rad St- dude. Steven in the real world. Great, great guy. That's someone <laughs> I've, I've actually had the pleasure of being around before. And overall, uh, delightful human can drink anyone under the table. That is a, not even an Irish joke. That is just something he does. It's just real life. Real life giant uh, Irishman <clears throat> drinking whiskey in front of you and telling you you're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, so I, I, the only thing that I know that I, I and I hear from several podcasts I've listened to that Seamus is the the most hard hitting guy in the roster, where yeah. he um, constantly is making you. Try to fight for your life during a match. <laughs> so I've I've heard multiple times that the brogue kick is real, and it is not a. It's something that if if you're able to sell it correctly, everything's fine. If you miscalculate it slightly, he's not going to let up. He's like that thing's coming one way right. or another. I mean, and, and, and what I've heard about Big E, on the other hand, is that that his finisher is the big ending is the easiest to take. It's like a it's like falling onto a pillow. I mean, the, well, that's obvious, though. The big ending is nothing. He picks you up on his shoulder. He drops you. You get to cover your face with your hands. Everything's fine. And then you just land on his bosom and you have a little nap. The uh, the bro kick, though, is a boot from a giant Irishman who doesn't care if you move. He hopes you do. But he yeah, he's like, care. hey, he's like, hey, fella, you might want to move. This thing's coming. And then he destroys your face. And it's horrifying. But awesome. <laughs> um, but overall, the match, um, New Day versus The Bar, uh, easily the best one they've had together. Insane chemistry, as always. Um, yeah. Just a delight to watch. That It's one, two. If there's one match to seek out from this week, I, I know because it's number one, it's cliche to say. Uh, but if you watch any of the matches from this week in wrestling, that is probably the one that you want to focus on. Uh, great storytelling. Great everything. Top to bottom. You're gonna see. You're gonna just see hardworking, hard hitting, and just some of the best performances you've seen out of all these guys. Uh, I mean, it's, you can put some of these performances in their top three. Um, so it's. Uh, I I think that they are. I think it's a great match. Uh, definitely, you should go watch this. Easily, yeah. There's 100% a seek out, seek out view as far as. If you're questioning, actually, the the last two matches we described that in uh, Lucha Bros versus OVE. Uh, if you want to know the state of tag team wrestling in the second half of 2018, those are r- two really great matches to start with, and both happening yeah, on absolutely. the uh, same week of coverage. Uh, really, just it's something to talk like think about, especially with the possibility of women's tag coming up. Um, there's been a lot of teasing about a possible women's tag division. Uh, and if this is any indicator of how that could possibly go, sky's the limit. Very excited. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm still worried about the depth of the uh, the roster for Owens tag, but I feel that that's where we're going to see uh, them kind of pull people from the uh, mix of uh, the May Young Classic this year. So, oh, entirely. Um, I think WWE knows what they have on the horizon. Um, I'm really hoping what this is a parlay into is a women's show. I feel like main event has needed to die for a while. And if they wanted to get people going to the network for something big, that would definitely be a payoff. 
Uh, I just worry about stuff like that to where it's going to pull them off of the, the the nationally televised shows, like much like what's happened with 205 Live at this point. Um, so I kind of worry about stuff I mean, like that. It's, it's a conversation for another day, really. But, I mean, the question I would vote is, is that a good thing? I, I I think that when you have a three hour show, it's maybe not a good thing. Well, you would still feature them like you do the cruiserweights, by all means. Um, the cruiserweights are nowhere to be found on on Raw anymore. Uh, then give them that old spot. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> I hate saying it like that. Um, but honestly, the cruiserweights did not need that. Women would be a great example of how to use a match or two per Raw, but parlay off into its own show. I think that would be incredible. Hey, as long as they're still on the main show, I, I, I'm all for it. Uh, I just feel I, I don't want them to go the way that oh no, the neither do I. Go. Uh, neither do I, but to an extent. I think if the ends justify the means, and we get an entire show out of it where they, we can finally start focusing some uh, talent on it, I think that could only benefit. Well, I mean, it would be a, a giant push for the women's division. That's just my opinion. Well, James, I trust you. I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> you shouldn't. And, uh, I know I shouldn't. But you know what? That was our five. That was our five for the week with a little extra. And uh, James, I mean, where can people find you online? People want to find me on the uh, social medias, the interwebs. It's at Chill Hartman everywhere, cross-platform. Just type that into a browser. I should appear. Or maybe a copycat. If you get catfish, not my fault. Kevin, if people want to find you on the internet, where should they harass you? You guys can find me at Kevin Gutsrad again, cross platform, making it easy for you, baby. Or you can find me at chill underscore Hartman and I'll be catfishing you guys. Uh, I'll try to make that right now. Perfect. I cannot wait to see catfish James. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm way too lazy for that. Uh, that being said, thank you for listening to top five. Uh, tune in next week. We'll have another listing for you. Uh, thank you. Again, have a great week. Au revoir. Auf Wiedersehen. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.